BYU Cougar basketball is back in action. Marcelo top of the key into a triple. Yes. A.B. for three. Let's get you ready to root on the boys in blue. This is Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Cougar Pregame Live is sponsored by Mountain America Credit Union. Mountain America, guiding members forward for more than 80 years. Cougar Pregame Live is also brought to you by Quick Quack Car Wash. Fast, clean, loved everywhere. Now, here's your host, Jason Shepard. Good evening, BYU basketball fans. Welcome once again to Cougar Pregame Live, presented by Mountain America Credit Union, guiding members forward for more than 80 years. Tonight, the BYU Cougars back out on the road tonight in Moraga, California, to take on the St. Mary's Gales. The Cougars enter tonight's game with an overall record of 9-3. and They are 0-1 in West Coast Conference play. The BYU dropped its conference opener, and yes, it took uh, a couple of games to actually get to the first game of the conference season. Turned out it was at number one Gonzaga. The game was played last Thursday night, and BYU lost 86-69. Nobody was surprised with the final score in terms of that BYU lost. The Zags team could easily win the national championship and quite possibly could be the best team RFU has ever had. What was a bit surprising was how quickly BYU found itself down within the first six minutes. BYU's down by almost 20, and that's something that obviously can't be repeated tonight against the Gales. Now, like the Cougars, the Gales also 9-3 and overall and 0-1 and in the WCC. St. Mary's dropped its conference opener 66-64 to at home to Santa Clara. And like BYU, they had been off for a little bit of time. They had some games postponed. And uh, so they had had a little bit of a break and were playing their very first conference game. And as crazy as it sounds, BYU has more wins in Spokane than they do in Moraga. The Cougars have won just once at St. Mary's and have lost six in a row in Moraga. The last time BYU won there was 2014. Now, the Gales took two of three matchups last year, but thank goodness Jordan Ford has moved on. He is no longer a part of the St. Mary's Gales. He was a major thorn in BYU's side but you have Tommy Cousy, Matthias Toss and Logan Johnson all three of these four Gales uh, are who they, those are three of the four Gales who average double digit scoring the fourth is Alex Dukas however he will not play he is out again due to injury now this will be a different type of Gales team than what we've typically seen without a ball dominant player like Jordan Ford the ball's definitely moving more and more guys are getting involved as opposed to getting it to one guy to go to work. Now, Tommy Cousy is the closest thing they have to a go-to guy, but this St. Mary's team relies on the collective much more than what they have in the past. Now, whereas BYU scores 78 points per game, St. Mary's right now only averaging 70. On the flip side of that, though, the Cougars giving up 69 points while the Gales opponents only manage 60. Now, while the overall game against Gonzaga wasn't very positive, there were certainly some positive performances. One was Gideon George, who busted out with 11 points and 5 rebounds. The other was freshman forward Caleb Lohner, who scored a career-high 13 points to go along with 5 boards. Tonight's pregame interview is with Caleb Lohner. Here's our conversation. What's the practices been like? What's the vibe around the team been like since the uh, loss to Gonzaga? Um, since the loss, there's been a very, I would say, like uplifting feel, honestly. I think a lot of times teams, after they take a big loss like that, their spirits can kind of be down. Their team can kind of pull apart a little bit. But we've done such a good job, I think, at being together, figuring out what we need to do. We've watched a ton of film. Um, we've been practicing hard competitively. 
And so I think we're ready to go. And I'm really proud of this team and the way that we've responded. Well, and not like you've had a ton of losses that you've had to respond to, but you guys have done a good job this year when facing that type of adversity, being able to bounce back. Where do you think that comes from, especially when you take into account the fact that there are so many new players on this roster this year? A lot of times you would expect that from a team that has everybody back. Why do you think this team has been so good at that? Um, I think it's this team this year, we have a lot of fight, and I would say – Every single one of the guys on this team um, wants to win. The coach wants to win. The staff wants to win. And everyone's bought into winning. And we're going to do whatever it takes to win. We're going to prepare the way we need to in order to win. We're going to play in order to win. And so I think that's just a big key is figuring out what we got to do and executing it. Speaking of executing it, your play has gotten increasingly better and you've looked more and more comfortable coming off a career high against Gonzaga. I'm curious how your game is feeling compared to when you started your freshman season. Um, I, I think that's really it. It's just being comfortable. And college basketball is a completely different game. The speed, the physicality, and so I think it, it's taken me a little bit to kind of get used to that. And I think game by game, I'm feeling more comfortable. I'm understanding the concepts of playing under, this co- under these coaches and the staff. And I'm just starting to have more and more fun every game and just blessed to be here. I love it. One of the things that was obvious from the very beginning of, of this season was your ability to rebound. I've got to assume that's something you take a lot of pride in. Regardless if the shots fall or anything else, you can always go out and give those, those hustle plays, those rebound situations. You can really help your team out, and it, and it has provided a big lift throughout the year. How much pride do you take in that aspect of your game? I would say a lot, and I'd say that's becoming more and more important to me because I've realized that I can go and rebound, and sometimes people don't understand how important rebounding is to a team, but I think in order to be a great team, you have to rebound the ball really well. So I have the opportunity to go and help this team win by rebounding. What are your thoughts on uh, St. Mary's? That's the first game of this two-game road trip. At least we hope it's two. We hope it's one. Certainly, we hopefully you can get both of those games in this week after you know kind of some crazy times over the last couple of weeks. What What are your overall thoughts on St. Mary's and, and, and this matchup? What's been the f- both of these teams are good teams. With St. Mary's, it's it's going to be a fight, just like every other conference game. Um, These games are tough. It's going to be whoever has more of a will to win. And so we're all excited, especially coming off this loss to Gonzaga, to go and try to get a win. Not only are you getting back to somewhat of a normal routine in terms of the number of games in a week, you're also back in school now. Are you glad that you're getting back to it in terms of that? Or did you kind of like not having to worry about school for a little while? It was kind of nice, not going to lie. Coach referred to it as being a pro because kind of our only focus was playing basketball. But um, now we have a little bit more of a load that we have to handle. But, I mean, it's, it's part of the game. It's part of being a student athlete, and we're just excited to be here. Caleb, great stuff. Thank you so much uh, for taking a few minutes today. Good luck against the Gales. Appreciate it. Awesome. Thank you. All right, that was BYU freshman forward Caleb Lohner. Expecting big things from Caleb as his season continues, and we talked about it in that interview. Definitely looking much more comfortable, and that's the word you know. he said. That's, that's really how I look at it. I'm just much more comfortable, and that's to be expected uh, the more and more you play. But it's also uh, it's good to see him getting in into some, uh, some pressure situations and being able to be relied upon uh, in those moments, be able to go get big rebounds. He's come up with some big shots. 
Uh, but he is definitely one of those guys that brings energy and a tenacity, something that uh, Cougars will definitely need tonight on the road at St. Mary's. This season, BYU Basketball and Mountain America Credit Union are changing lives. For each three-pointer BYU makes, Mountain America will donate $50 to the American Red Cross to help fund humanitarian services and programs. Coming up next, we will head to UCU Pavilion in Morocco for our courtside conversation with Mark Durant. We'll preview tonight's matchup, plus let you know about a change in the starting lineup for the BYU Cougars. Cougar pregame live presented by Mountain America Credit Union continues in a moment on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's Jason Shepard with more Cougar pregame live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to Cougar Pregame Live. It's time for our courtside conversation with Mark Duran as we get you ready for the Cougars and the Gales. Mark joining us from UCU Pavilion. No longer McCune Pavilion. They've changed names, but the Gales are still formidable. Mark, how are you tonight? The names have changed, but the game <laughs> remains the same. I've and, heard that uh, somewhere. And the inside is the same, I can tell you that much. Do they still have muscle milk uh, behind the basket on each side? They do. Yes. It's my favorite part. Muscle milk. It's my favorite your, part. That's like, that's what you live on, right? <laughs> that's the only thing you eat or drink. I don't know. Is that qualify as a food item? You can uh, freeze it up and use it as like a slushie. <laughs> sure, why not? So let's, uh, let's talk about the response you expect tonight from BYU coming off the loss to Gonzaga. And obviously, BYU and Gonzaga set the tone early. The Zags pulled away, and BYU was fighting and clawing back all night long. What kind of a response do you want to see from BYU, especially in the first few minutes of this game tonight? Well, I, I certainly hope, and I think they do understand how important this game is. It's a game that's very winnable. St. Mary's is not you know, the team they have been that we're used to at least not yet this year and and this you know this is going to be a tiered game which and also you think about it uh the conference is pretty good conference ranking wise and so obviously gonzaga is going to make it but likely you're going to get at least two teams and so what you want to be is that two team and one of your competitors for that spot is saint mary's and then you've got san francisco i mean this is just a huge game. It's not so much about bouncing back and getting on the same page. All that's good, good and correct, but it's about positioning yourself for second in the conference in an NCAA tournament bid. This is just a big, big chance, and you've got a situation where St. Mary's loses Ford, Fitz, and Krebs. I was thinking that today that sounded like a law firm, Ford, Fitz, and Krebs. You <laughs> could go work those for guys. them. I could go fill some hours for Ford, Fitz, and Krebs. But, uh, no, I mean, that's that's huge. That's similar to what BYU lost. And so you don't have fans here. That's always tough. BYU just does not play well here. So this is a chance against the, one of the, you know, not worst St. Mary's teams. But they're not where we're used to seeing them without fans for a chance to really separate yourself to the second spot in the conference. This is just a, a big opportunity. So I hope that's a long-winded answer for I hope they come out with that recognition and play with a requisite type of uh, aggressiveness and you know one of the things as i keep rambling <laughs> that Gonzaga, you had a lot of good questions for me didn't you, Jeff? i've got a, is some that, great questions <laughs> that we're i'm well, just we'll, crossing we'll, off listen, now I'm just we'll, not, we'll not going to get to that one not going to get to that one <laughs> no I'm fine. but 
when you play a team like Gonzaga, it's like it's so overwhelming because they're so good. And then you play a team that's not like that, and it's almost like a, a big weight off your shoulders. It's a relief. Oh, this isn't going to be one of this is We're going to be able to take it to these guys. This is not anything like we faced the other night. No offense to St. Mary's. That, so I'd say that virtually every team after you play Gonzaga. And so hopefully that will give BYU a little confidence because they did not play well, particularly that guard line against Gonzaga. They need some confidence. They need to feel like, you know, they can perform well and can win games because game, teams like Gonzaga can sap that confidence away from you very quickly, and we'll see if they can get it tonight. Well, and I expect both teams to be putting a lot of emphasis on this game. Obviously, both come in 0-1. And neither team wants to start 0-2. And when you look at what St. Mary's has on Saturday, they have Gonzaga. You can pretty much just go ahead and chalk that up as a loss. You know, if St. Mary's were to lose tonight, they're they're looking squarely at starting 0-3. You know, BYU were to lose. They have St. Mary, or excuse me, uh, San Francisco on Saturday. Neither one of these teams wants to start out 0-2 and certainly not 0-3. I would expect both teams to come out pretty motivated tonight. Yeah, they're, they're coming off the losses, and then with the prospect of a really awful start to conference, both teams have a lot to play for, like I was talking about. But St. Mary's probably more so. They could be out of the uh, out of that discussion for the number two spot in the second week of the season. Uh, you could argue that BYU would be in that same situation. They could easily lose both these games. But I think they're, they're games that BYU can and should win. And uh, in the situation without the fans, I mean, it's just a golden opportunity to go on the road when you have so many road games to start the year. That's always daunting. And if you can come out of the, the three games against the two best, the three best teams in the conference at two and one, I mean, yeah, those are road games. You're, you're sitting pretty. And, and hopefully that's the, the attitude Bill, you'll have. But St. Mary's, for one, under Coach Bennett, will always play good, always. They're a great defensive team. They take away your assists. Uh, so they're still doing a lot of the good things we're used to seeing, and uh, I know in practices uh, they're they, you know they're ready for BYU. They're not going to sneak up on them tonight, and uh, so BYU better m- match that kind of intensity. We heard from head coach Mark Pope several weeks ago talking with you and Greg on the post game, and was asked about you know starting lineup. It actually, may have been pregame. Uh, Greg's interview with him during pregame, and he had asked about starting five, and, and he said it's something that will be fluid throughout the year. Well, this happens to be one of those games where Coach Pope has changed up the starting five. Now, it's only one change, uh, but Connor Harding is going to move to the bench, and Trevin Nell is going to get his first start. So your starting five will be Averett, Barcelo, Nell, Harms, and Lee. What do you think of the new starting five, and what, what do you think went into that decision? Well, I mean, first of all, starting five is more of a – you know, just a pride thing, right? Because in 90 seconds, it's it's from five guys. I mean, I'll sub out, and well, I, I sometimes started, sometimes came off the bench. I always disappointed when I didn't start because I wanted to start. Everybody wants to start, right? But what I really tried to focus on was who is in the game at the most important moments of this game. I always tried to be that guy, the the guy that the coach knew could count on in those situations, whether I started or not. Am I in at the end of the game when it's close? That's what I wanted to be, and and I, you know, I think Connor understands that and is going to be the type of guy that will, you know, he's not going to like it. No one likes it, and but he's going to not, he's not going to be the guy that gives up on the team or becomes a cancer or anything. He's going to, it might be good for him to kind of just sit back and take the pressure off, see the how the game's being played, come in and be a real 
important factor off the bench. I mean, I love the, the idea of uh, Harward and Colby Lee and and uh, and Connor Harding and getting George coming off the bench. That's that's a good bench. And so you just try and be that guy. And, you know, for whatever reason, Connor just hasn't played as well as we thought he would, whether it's health coming off the injuries uh, in the summer or, you know, confidence on the, on the three-point shot, whatever it is. It's just not quite there right now. So you just have to make a change. And I think it's a change that could boost the confidence of Trevin Nell and get him some more minutes, get his confidence on the, on the shot going because he's a great shooter and will help uh, uh, Connor, you know, come in without that pressure and be able to really contribute for the team coming off the bench. So we hope it works out. That's what you hope as a coach. But uh, it's not that big of a deal who starts. Again, it's, it's who is playing those important minutes. We had Alex Jensen, the play-by-play guy for St. Mary's on BYU Sports Nation earlier today, and he was describing this St. Mary's team. He says it's it's a it's a different type of team than what most people have gotten used to seeing from Gales teams in the past. You know, and he mentioned without a guy like Jordan Ford, they really don't have that one ball dominant guy that you know you always make sure he gets the ball. It's, it's much more of a, of a team-type system right now. The ball is moving a lot more. He did say that the, uh, the shooting percentages are much lower than what they're used to seeing. When you look at this year's version of the Gales, what do you see? First of all, I'm surprised that Alex Jensen has the time after coaching the Jazz to do the play-by-play for different St. Mary's. Alex That's impressive. Jensen. Yes, oh, it is. Oh. He's, multi- he's multitasking, <laughs> but it is a different one. Yes. Well, I mean – the, the, the thing that's different for St. Mary's, obviously, is they've had such a, a long history of amazing guard play. Uh, Jordan Ford was just amazing, and then Del Vadova, and really good complimentary players at Jack, Jack Landell and, and last year Fitz. Brad Waldo. I mean, Waldo. Your boy, I mean, Brad Waldo. They, they've, they've been living uh, – yeah. Where is he now? That's the question. Where's Waldo? But, um, uh, I, I mean – they just don't have that caliber of player this year. So you have to play more as a team. I mean, if you don't have the individual guys that can win games, you got to win as a team. And they've always played as a team, but you really had some superstars. And Kuzi's a nice player, uh, but he's, you know, he's a well, only been on scholarship a year. And he's, he's just, he's not, he's not Jordan Ford, which no one is. Uh, but they've got to find other ways to do it. Their three-point shooting is not as good. That's been down. Their defense, like I said, is still really good. They still play hard. They still play that kind of basketball. But And they've had some other guys kind of step up recently and uh, have some nice game. Johnson had a nice game uh, the other night against uh, Santa Clara. So they're still trying to figure it out, kind of like BYU, a lot of movement in the lineups and trying to figure out the best way to play. But uh, it, it's not the same team with the caveat that they're still good and they could easily be BYU, so don't think you're just going to walk in and get a win on this floor against St. Mary's. Alex Barcelo has been BYU's best and most consistent player. I know he didn't have the game he would have wanted against Gonzaga. I'm actually expecting a really big bounce-back game from him tonight. Next to Alex, who would you say is the guy BYU needs most to be consistent? Next to Alex, oh, by the way, I need I need more shots from Alex. I'll just say that about it. He's just too good a shooter to not be, to shoot more. He's got to shoot 15 to 20 shots, still goes a game. No, I mean, it's just got to happen. You talk about guys like Ford. Why why can't Alex Barcelo be Ford? What, I mean, he shoots the 60% from three and great off the ball dribble. So, anyway, that's not your question. But 
Uh, I, you know, that guard line against Gonzaga was awful for BYU. It was just awful, uh, including Alex Barcelo, Averett, and Connor Harding. The BYU big men were great. Uh, they dominated in the paint in a lot of respects, especially in that second half. So that, that guard line has got to be better. I think Brandon Averett is certainly a guy that, you know, can be more consistent. He's, he's shown how good he is, but it's a little hit and miss. And uh, we'll see how Trevin does coming in. But I'd say, you know, Brandon Averett's a guy that, uh, BYU could really use some consistency there. They, you know, get 10, 10, 12 points a game, get a couple steals, play good defense, be that kind of guy for BYU. He, that would be a nice compliment to Alex Barcelo on that guard line to have both of those guys play well. All right, Mark, last thing, putting you on the spot. Ken Garf, Honda, Nissan, and Volkswagen in Orem proudly present our keys to the game. What are your keys to tonight's game? Yeah, so St. Mary's uh, takes away what you like to do. And they're really good defensively at taking away uh, the assist number. So I'm just kind of looking at BYU's uh, assist average, and I say if BYU can can get that assist average, that means they'll have been able to get around what St. Mary's is trying to do, which is take that away. So if they get that or above that number, then uh, I'll say BYU have a really good chance tonight. All right, Mark, enjoy the evening. Uh, you and Greg call a win, and, uh, and let's uh, celebrate after. Sounds good. We will go. Greg and I are going out to ha- not have an indoor dining experience in uh, okay. Walnut Creek. All right. Thanks, Mark. Tell Greg I said hi. All right. We'll hear from he both. says hi, Greg. Okay. There we go. We'll uh, hear from both of those guys coming up in just a few minutes as we get closer to tip off from UCU Pavilion in Moraga, BYU, and St. Mary's. After a quick timeout, we'll check out some other scores in college basketball. Plus. The BYU women's basketball team also playing St. Mary's tonight. It was at the Marriott Center. It is a final. I will let you know how that played out when we come back. More Cougar pregame live, our final segment, right after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's get you back to Cougar pregame live with your host, Jason Shepard. Final segment of Cougar Pregame Live presented by Mountain America Credit Union. We're getting you set for tip-off between the BYU Cougars and the St. Mary's Gales. Fans, remember when the Cougars win, you win with Papa John's Pizza with a BYU victory tonight. Pizza will be 50% off at PapaJohns.com tomorrow when you use the online promo code BYU50. This offer is good at any Utah location. It is a final from the Marriott Center. The BYU women's team also taking on St. Mary's tonight. Cougars victorious. They win by 17, 80-63 the final. Paisley Harding leading the way with 20 points, five assists, and two rebounds. Uh, quickly checking uh, other West Coast Conference action. Uh, Gonzaga right now, the number one team in the country. They lead Pepperdine 53-44, 14 minutes to go in that game. Pacific defeats Santa Clara and San Francisco, who BYU will face on Saturday. They win at Portland. All right, coming up next, we're going to take you to Moraga for the Cougar pregame coaches show with Greg Rubel. You're listening to BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's time to get the inside scoop on today's game. This is the Zions Bank Cougar Pregame Coaches Show. Zions Bank. For a financial slam dunk, Zions Bank is for you. The Cougar Pregame Coaches Show is also brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union. Mountain America, guiding members forward for more than 80 years. Now, let's head back to the America First Credit Union courtside seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. 
Good evening, Cougar basketball fans. Welcome inside UCU Pavilion in Moraga, California, home of the St. Mary's Gales. As tonight, teams with identical 9-3 and three records square off on a big weekend for both teams. BYU visiting St. Mary's and San Francisco. The Gales have Gonzaga following the Cougars in here on Saturday. I'm your play-by-play man, Greg Grubel, with me for the beloved former BYU Ironman, Mark Durant. And, uh, Mark, it was one week ago in Spokane. The Zags had crushed the Cougs from the get-go. But as rough a go as it was for BYU in the kennel, it is here in Moraga where BYU has struggled most for success since joining the West Coast Conference. Nine games and only one win. Reminds me a little bit of when you and I go bowling. Is uh, I dominate, and you, maybe one time in all that time you've won, but uh, it's just the, the problem has been, Greg, that this is one of the most unique places to play in all of college basketball, and it's just weird to play in, for one, and then the fact that they've had such good players and a really good coach for so long, that, that's where that number comes from. Uh, it, it's hard to beat good teams with good coaches on their home floor, especially when it's this home floor. And it's funny that BYU has a better uh, percentage at, at Gonzaga than they do here, but that's just been the nature of it. But this is a great opportunity where this St. Mary's team is is not as good as they have been, not to say that BYU can just walk in and expect to win, but they're not as good. The fans aren't here. So we'll see if BYU can find a way to, to get a big win tonight, and it would be huge as far as conference and postseason I mean, this is a big, big game. Coming up, my pregame conversation with BYU head coach Mark Pope talking about a starting lineup change as well as the Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show continues live from UCU Pavilion in Moraga, California on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Tune to the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show. For more with head coach Mark Pope, let's rejoin your host, Greg Grubel. Welcome back to the East Bay, Moraga, California. Tonight, either BYU or St. Mary's is going to have to leave this building at 0-2 in West Coast Conference play. And with Gonzaga running away from the rest of the league, the battle to be second best is an important one. And tonight's winner takes a big step toward runner-up status. And in the WCC, the number two team could be a good enough team to play in the NCAA tournament. Time now for our pregame conversation with BYU head coach Mark Pope, brought to you by Zions Bank. For a financial slam dunk, Zions Bank is for you. And I asked Coach Pope if uh, tonight could be maybe kind of a reset button of sorts after three weeks with only a single game, meaning it's been a long time since his guys have been able to celebrate a win. Yeah, what's interesting about this year is it's almost like every day is a reset button. It's almost a reset button every hour on the hour. That can be really taxing on all of these athletes uh, uh, dealing with college basketball. And the guys that are able to do that the most consistently with the, with the best results are going to be the guys that are the most successful during the season. And certainly that's a challenge for us that we're trying to face and deal with and talking about every day. And I think our guys are prepared to kind of live up to that challenge. It's been a while since you've had a change in your starting lineup, but you are making a change tonight. Can you tell us about it? Yeah, I'm going to go with Trev tonight. Um, you know, we're, we have so many talented guys, so many guys that are capable of doing things. Um, and, and so we're, we'll probably, this won't be the last time we have a change in the starting lineup. It's one of the great things about having a deep team. Uh, we like the matchups. We like how it gives us space. We like uh, the combination of maybe Trev and Cole together uh, we think could be good. And so we're going to give it a shot tonight. It's his first start. I know he's excited. And it's, at a, it, it's, at a, it's, it's been the most difficult venue of anybody, including the Zags. It's been the most difficult venue for us to find a win. So um, we're excited to get in here tonight and see what we can do. 
So uh, Trevin takes the place of, of Connor Harding. What do you hope to get out of Trevin in particular? And then what do you hope Connor brings you in a different role? Well, you know, Trev is such a, she's such an incredibly talented shooter. Uh, he's worked hard. He's kind of paid his dues for a year and a half now. And um, he's going to continue to grow into this role of being a prolific scorer. He's equally as important as his physicality on defense. It's going to be a really physical, tough game. It's what St. Mary's does best. They're so physical. You can't see it on film. You can't see it when you watch the game. You see it when you, you actually are on the floor and you're trying to game plan and seeing, seeing what they do. You know, you'll watch tonight. One of the things that they're incredibly skilled at doing, and Randy does a great job coaching, every time you turn them on a drive, you get their hips turned, they, they put their hands up in the air, but they hip check you violently. <laughs> and it's it's... And it's clearly within the rules because the refs never call it. And so it's a, it's something they do really well. They're not working hard to keep you in front. They're almost inviting you to drive by you and then just knock you off your driving line with their hips. They do it consistently. They have a lot of things like that where they bring this really unique physicality of the game. And it's one of the reasons why they've been so incredibly successful in Randy's tenure. And what do you hope Connor does now for you? Well, Connor's a consummate leader. He cares about this team. Uh, I actually think coming off the bench might springboard him for finding some different ways to help this team, and it'll be great. We're not super concerned with starting lineups. I mean, at the end of the day, our starting lineup lasts for about 90 seconds, as you've seen. So um, it doesn't have a huge impact on the game, but, but uh, uh, you know, we're excited about the group we're going to roll out there to tip it off. So with St. Mary's, some of their offensive numbers don't look quite right from where they've been, but, man, they're good defensively, and they always have been, but yeah. they've got some numbers that really stand out. One of them that I look at is no team has a lower assist rate against anybody than St. Mary's. That means they're, they're, they're getting you out of what you like. Yeah, it's, it's one of the really challenging things for us always when we play St. Mary's because our offensive game is so devoted to field goal attempts coming from assists. It's the way we play. It's one of the reasons why we're one of the top offensive teams in the country every single year. And, and St. Mary's is actually, their, their entire scheme is, is designed to, to take that away. For teams that are isolation basketball teams, like, for example, San Diego State came in and ran St. Mary's out of the gym because they love teams that are going to encourage them to play in isolation. That's not the way we play. We, we actually abhor spending a ton of time in isolation. I, think it's a, I don't think it's a great, effective way to play the college game. But in this matchup, it makes life really complicated for us. It's a long conference campaign, and, and games are being rescheduled. The numbers are coming up. But how big a game would tonight be early in the season like it is since both teams got off to own one starts in league? Well, it's, I don't even – I mean, I haven't spent any time thinking about conference standings. Anytime you roll into Moraga to play St. Mary's, with our – I think our career record here is 1-8. It's a massive game. You know, this is a standalone game that, that has so much significance just for that, and, and all the other stuff will take care of itself. All right, Coach, thanks for the preview. We'll talk to you post-game. Thank thanks, you. Thanks, Greg. Appreciate you, brother. That is Mark Pope in tonight's Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show. Looking for an even more convenient way to shop at Smith's? Try Smith's Click List, where you order online and pick up curbside by the store. Visit smithsfoodanddrug.com for details. Coming up next, it is the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show, live from St. Mary's on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's almost time to hit the hardwood. This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show, brought to you by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. 
The Cougar Tip-Off Show is also brought to you by BYU Dining, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. Also by Siegfried and Jensen. Siegfried and Jensen has been helping Utah families for over 30 years. Now let's head live to the America First Credit Union courtside seats and join Mark Durant alongside the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good evening once again, Cougar Nation. Welcome back inside UCU Pavilion in Moraga, California tonight. The 9-3 BYU Cougars and the 9-3 St. Mary's Gales. The Cougars out to stop a six-game losing skid in this venue. Uh, Building that tonight, we'll see uh, no fans in the stands. This is the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show brought to you by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Well, tonight's game, uh, close to a mini milestone of sorts. Once Saturday comes and goes, BYU will have played 13 Division I games this season, and that's the minimum number of games that must be played to be eligible for the NCAA tournament. Of course, BYU will play ideally many more than just 13. In fact, it's a chance that BYU ends up playing every game on its conference schedule. Uh, but the, the field for March Madness will be unveiled two months from now, Mark. And right now, BYU's a bubble team. Two wins this weekend would go a long way from moving the Cougars from bubble to bracket. The theme for this year, Greg, is gather your rosebuds while you may because you don't know when you're going to play again. You don't know when the opportunities like this are going to happen again. I talked about how important this game is. You want to build that resume. Who knows what's going to go into who gets in the tournament this year. But if you can have all these tier tier games and BYU say, this is what we did there, they're going to have a great case because they've done a nice job in the tier games so far. This would be another uh, uh, cap on top of that. And you got San Francisco with another opportunity, not to mention the fact that these are your top competitors for the second spot in the conference, which is likely to get two seeds. There are two bids to the conference. So th- these games, gather them up and make sure when you get them, you take advantage. All right, coming up after this break, we'll hear from the St. Mary's sideline and assistant coach at Justin Joyner as the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show continues live from UCU Pavilion in Moraga on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show. Let's head back live courtside and join Greg Rubel. All right, they're coming your way from the campus of St. Mary's College in Moraga, California, this idyllic locale. Tonight, it's 9-3 BYU visiting 9-3 St. Mary's. Both teams 0-1 in conference play. Big bounce-back opportunity for both sides. Uh, the Gales coming off a two-point home loss to Santa Clara over the weekend, a game in which the Gales took a late lead only to lose it and the game on a three-pointer from Keyshawn Justice. Second win in a row for the Broncos here in Moraga. A short time ago, I visited with Gales assistant coach Justin Joyner. We talked about uh, both teams tonight squaring off in similar situations, both the Cougars and Gales needing a win after tough setbacks in their last outings, and both teams having lost a big three from last season as well. Very similar, yeah. I mean, we had some, obviously we had some really good players that left our program, uh, Malik Fitch, Jordan Ford, Tanner Krebs, Krister Zorix. Um, so we lost some guys that were, were key pieces to a good team in la, you know last year and the year before. So yeah, we're trying to rebuild that and figure that thing out. And certainly it's been a it's been a challenge, but we are getting we're doing it by commission. You know, we need guys to step up and and kind of excel in their roles. And I think we're finding that. What's been what's been your best win this season? Good question. I would say uh, you know Colorado State was a really good win. That was a really good win. Um, I think Northern Iowa was a really good win. Battling back from, I think, 16 in the second half was a good win, and uh, South Dakota has proven to be a pretty good win as well. So we've got some good wins, but we've we got some tough ones coming up here, so we'd like to get a few of these. Does Santa Clara have your number a little bit on this floor at least? Uh, 
I don't think so, but they definitely got us the last two times we played them. So I wouldn't say they have our, our number, but they got us the last two times we played them here. You saw they went to Pacific today. Yeah. And, and Tigers handled them. I mean, yeah. What was this league going to be like this year? It's weird. I think uh, part of that's probably has to do with scouting. Um, I'd, I'd imagine they don't. you don't really know who's who for Pacific since they've only played, I think, four games going in. So it's hard to figure it out, and I think that's kind of the, the deal this year, right? It's just uh, you don't really know what's going on, and it's hard to scout teams because teams haven't played. Sometimes it's been a month, right? So just figuring that out and trying to figure out, you know, how you're going to guard certain actions and those things can throw you off a little bit. Okay, how does your BYU scout look maybe compared to what you used to look at with Childs and Hawes and, and Toulson and those guys? Listen, we have a ton of respect for their team. We have a ton of respect for their players, and we know they're good. I think, uh, you know, they're playing off of Barcelo a ton, as they should. He's a really good player. They're playing out of the post quite a bit. They have some really good physical bigs down there that they get a lot done, and they have shooting. So I think it's, you know, the personnel is a little bit different, but at the same time, it's kind of the same BYU in that way, in that they have shooting, they have good guard play, and they have good shoot, uh, good bigs inside. You talk about teams having someone else's number. You've played BYU nine times since they've joined the WCC in this building, and you're eight and one. Yeah, I, listen, I don't, I don't want to jinx anything. I don't want to say we have their number. They're a very good team. They're a very good program, and uh, we take this game very seriously, no doubt about it. So with Gonzaga coming in on Saturday, I mean, is is can you put too much weight on a weekend like this, knowing it's a it's a long campaign still? Or I think the biggest thing is don't waste days, and you know you're gonna play. I I, I think that gets back to practice too. I mean, it's like you're practicing. Don't waste a day. Your game. Don't waste a day. Like you got to come. You got to be ready to play. Certainly, it's a BYU team that is one of the best teams in the country. So we're not gonna overlook that. We know we have Gonzaga on Saturday, but I think the one in front of us is always the biggest one. What does St. Mary's lose in an empty building so far that you've seen this year? I think the energy is certainly different, but I think. You know, all every program's going through that, so I don't. I would say that's the case, but I think that's the case with with every other program too. So uh, yeah, it would be nice to have a, a full house here and have it rocking and and ha do all the things. But at the same time, it's pretty nice to just be with your team. You know, just be competing like a scrimmage, but being able to communicate with your team clearly and be able to stay in the moment. Um, there's a purity to it that's pretty nice. You've gotten a lot of games in. Uh, you know, knock on wood, always. How would you say your guys are dealing with the grind of this year? You know, it's. Uh, I think we've certainly had some injuries, some 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 big injuries for us. So, uh, you know, that's been that's been a bummer. But um, at the same time, I think playing, you know, we played, you know, quite a few games, and I think that's a blessing. And every game is a blessing because you don't know if you're going to get one. You don't know what's going to happen with obviously the COVID protocol. And uh, I think we've been fortunate enough to get most of our games in. So injuries, I guess you're referencing Dukas and Bockler, right? How close are they? Do we see them tonight? Uh... Won't see Dukas, won't see Bockler, unfortunately. Um, but, yeah, I think Dukas is close. Uh, we don't know much on Bockler yet. But, uh, yeah, those are two really good kind of dudes we need. Uh, but at the same time, it gives guys like Jay Mullins, guys like Judah Brown, um, opportunities to get early minutes as a freshman, um, which I think will prove powerful down the, down the stretch in their career. All right. Coach Joyner, always appreciate the preview. Thanks for the time. And we'll, we'll see you back in Provo. Great. Nice. Thanks for having me, man. I appreciate it. That is St. Mary's assistant coach, Justin Joyner. BYU fans, whatever financial products and services you need to take care of yourself, your family, or your business, America First is here to help. To find out more, visit AmericaFirst.com today. We'll have more from Moraga after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to the Cougar Tip-Off Show. Let's rejoin Craig Rubel. 
BYU and St. Mary's coming up just after the top of the hour. It's a late night, no crowd get-together here at UCU Pavilion in Moraga. One of the best home teams in the West, St. Mary's, has won, indeed, eight of nine meetings here since BYU joined the West Coast Conference. Mark, the Gales are still the Gales, but without Ford, Fitz, and Krebs, uh, this is not the St. Mary's machine we've gotten used to seeing over the years. A lot of their typically strong offensive numbers have really dipped, but until BYU wins here, it's still a St. Mary's team that really has kind of uh, just put the Cougars in yeah. front of a hurdle they can't get over. Listen, a lot of these guys on this team, well, all of them haven't lost here on this floor. So you get this confidence. You're like, no matter how bad we're playing or this game or that game, we're at home against BYU. We do not lose to them. So you have to overcome that mountain. And until you do, you're not the team that, that can win on the floor. You, you've got to actually go and do it. What, we can talk all we want about it. You've got to go perform. Final words before tip-off coming your way next. This has been and is the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show. Live from Moraga on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. The Cougar Tip-Off Show rolls on. Let's head back live courtside. National Anthem here in Moraga. Let's pause 10 seconds now for station identification on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For many of us, 2020 has been like a field goal kick that hits the goalpost. So BYU close Radio to success, but no. FM HD2 Provo. You're listening to BYU Basketball on BYU Radio. Starting lineup change for BYU for the first time since December 10th. We'll see Connor Harding go to the bench and Trevin Nell get his first career start. I think both of those guys need something different to maybe help them play a little bit better, and that, that's a nice option. And Give Trevin some confidence, maybe give Connor an opportunity to spark something off the bench. All right, tip-off of BYU and St. Mary's. Coming up next, this has been the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show live from Moraga, California on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. <laughs> 